So Blair, are our guests getting younger or are we getting older? Uh, I think we're just getting older. Yeah. I don't know. Well, our guest tonight is a baby. She could be our baby. She's She's younger than our babies. Yeah. But she's fun and she's energetic. And I can't wait to hear her stories because I know she's going to spill. I I sure hope so. All right, let's get into it. Welcome to If This Bar Could Talk, a podcast about bartenders and the stories they have to tell, as well as the storied history of cocktails, spirits, and bars. I'm Blair Beavers, and here's your host, Leanne Sims. Jordan Garber, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and spill the tea. We are excited to talk to you. And normally we wait to start drinking until like the middle of the podcast, but we went ahead and started at the beginning uh, with just a shot of uh, doers. That's the Jordan way of doing things. The Jordan way of doing things. Take a shot before you start anything important. There you go. And so how... Tell me the stories of uh, Scotch and your bar. So I work at Soul Bar and it's such a cool bar to work at because I get like so down the middle of people ordering things. There's like obviously your Tito's and Cranberry, but then there's definitely the guys who come and they want their brown water and they're very, very particular about their scotch. If they see that we have something, they are like, I want that. It could be like $50 and that's pocket change to them. They're like, I don't care, I want a double. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Um, Then we have Laphroaig, which I was mentioning earlier before we started. That is like, I think that like, it's like, as Blair mentioned, it's a campfire in your mouth. It's like, if you can't find a campfire, just take a shot of Laphroaig and you're basically at one. Right. Um, lots of people love that because of how peaty it is. So mm-hmm. that one's really popular. Um, we have a lot of Oban, people love that. And just like your regular Glen love it. I mean, can't pass that up, $12, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and shoot a couple of those before a business meeting. Yeah. <laughs> so you must get a very interesting mix of people at your bar being at the Joseph Hotel, right? Oh yeah. Have you met any famous people yet? So I made a couple cocktails for Dan Aykroyd. However, I didn't get to talk to him because it was through room service. But Uh, when I tell you that was the best twist of lemon I've ever done, (laughs) it was. I was like, this is beautiful. It was beautiful. I was like, he is touching the same glass that I'm touching. I was like, oh my God. Of course, I like took a little taste of it and I was like, that's amazing. He's going to love it. I used his own vodka, the crystal crystal head vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good and then I got to keep it and it's sitting in my living room right now as a base that's cool (laughs) one dead rose is inside of it it's pretty on (laughs) brand for me (laughs) so how long have you been bartending now uh in total about five years I started being a bar back at the bogey um which was like up there by the zoo yes okay I mean that place is a compound I made drinks for Urban Meyer that was cool um I refilled his water once and I was like so nervous I was like go bucks and I poured it and I like missed the glass like poured it on the ground and I was like all right good thing we're sitting outside (laughs) now I'm gonna go inside and pack my things because I'm pretty sure I'm fired uh then I um went to bar 145 in Grandview which is a bourbon was bourbon bar and I mean like for being just kind of like a neighborhood bar they actually had pretty good bourbons and that's where I learned a lot about bourbon so I'm like a bourbon gal, for sure. So are you enjoying being a bartender? Yeah, I mean, 
it started as a side job when I got out of college and now I'm like, this is really fun. And it like actually pays the bills. So yeah. I'm like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Well, when we were at Sobar this past week, uh, the people sitting next to us were just raving about how wonderful you are. So I think you're a natural behind the bar. Thank you. Thank I think you. you found your calling. I'm a natural behind the bar and in front of the bar. Anywhere <laughs> around the bar, I'm really good when I'm there. <laughs> All right, so so let's get into it with your bar stories. I know you have some good ones. Lay it on us. All right. Well, I was actually, before I came here, I was at Watershed with my mom, and uh, I was telling her the story of this. Um, this is an amazing story. Okay, so um, I get people from all over. I mean, we were at our slow season, um, but now it's starting to pick back up a little bit. And when I was in college, I had a radio show, and we would have this segment called The Boston Mom, where we would, like, talk in, you know, our Boston accents. So <laughs> there was a woman sitting at the bar, and she goes, hey, darling, can I get a Tito's on the rocks? And I'm like, yeah, of course you can. She's like, can I get some olives? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, regular or blue cheese? And when I said blue cheese... She about shit herself. <laughs> she was like, you have blue cheese olives? And I was like, yeah, girl, I stuffed them myself. And she was like, oh, my God, make it three three cubes, a, a, a double pour, and I want three of those olives. Please sink them in there. I was like, all right, let's do it. I gave it to her, and she's sitting down, and she proceeds to tell me a story about her mother-in-law. She goes, can you believe this? Can you believe this? And I'm like, well, what? You haven't even told me the story yet. <laughs> she's like, my mother-in-law wanted to give her other son White Castle so bad, right? So she has me get on a plane, buys me a ticket, and I fly down to Maryland with White Castle for her son, right? Do you know how bad White Castle smells on a plane? White Castle <laughs> is not meant to be on a plane. It's meant to be eaten and regretted at 3.30 in the morning. So I'm like, okay, oh my God. And then she's like, and why do you think I divorced him? She's like, I had to deal with that all the time. So then she did, then she starts talking about her son who goes to Ohio University. She says, oh, with Logan, I swear to God, I pay the bills for Tony's. I go there all the time. He goes there all the time. I don't think I pay rent for his apartment because he lives there. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. So this other couple sits down, and they're chatting. And he's like, hi, I'm Bob. And she's like, hi, I'm Sue. And she's like, hey, it's Karen. And I was like, you are such a Karen. It was amazing. I couldn't have pictured a more perfect Karen in the whole world. I was like, I was going to tell a story about her to someone else and say, and I bet you her name was Karen. And it was. Uh, I can't tell if I've been working behind the That's bar too so long funny. that I can now guess people's names or if she was just that much of a Karen. That's hilarious. <laughs> and then when she she left, she uh, she like paid for her bill and then she left me a 20 and she's like, I bought 10 it in college and I know how you get taxed on tips. Plus this is half for all the olives I ate. It's <laughs> like, I love that. <laughs> That's so cool. So it must be nice to working in a such a gorgeous place with all that amazing artwork. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's like, when we're dead, which isn't very often, but like on those slow days, it's like, at least I can sit around and look at cool stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's way better than working in a dingy bar where like I'm looking around at gnats and sticky shit and broken <laughs> glass from five years ago and expired bottles of coconut milk. I'm like, ew. Whenever I'm at work, I'm like, God, everything is so clean and nice and everyone's so pretty. It's like, I don't want to leave. Yeah, <laughs> it's very cool. So you haven't been a craft bartender for that long, though, right? No, I haven't. I've kind of picked this up on a... I mean, I would sit around and watch the uh, YouTube videos about craft cocktails and mm -hmm. stuff. So, I mean, I knew what to do. And, I mean, I definitely was experienced in, like, Manhattan's and old-fashioned. So 
that was easy. But when it comes to like the fancy, fancy stuff, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, but I picked it up so fast. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is totally chill. When you have the best mentor ever, oh, and Kyle, Kyle Strategier, he's I, amazing. Like I'm obsessed with him. Like he, I watching him making everything. a drink. I'm oh my God, he's a walking, living, breathing it's encyclopedia. Like yeah. He's like Wikipedia. But as a human, he even can give you all the sources. Right. It's crazy. <laughs> yes, he, he is something yeah. else. He is really amazing. Yeah, he's so talented. And he's like winning like best bartender yeah. in the world. As I mean, he Midwest, should. But in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. He Plus really he taught is. me, so he's freaking good. What's your favorite <laughs> cocktail to make? Well, it's an old fashioned just because I've perfected it. Okay. It's like, I mean, everyone always asks. Everyone says that. But I swear to God, every time I make one, people freak the fuck out. <laughs> Okay. They're like, it's right. so good. And I'm like, I know. And I drink them all the time around the city and I'm always nitpicking something about it. Yeah. So I swear mine's really good. Okay. But I also really like to make um like like last call, like last word. Last word. But yeah. I like I also made one called last call. So okay. that's why I get it mixed up. Because <laughs> when I want people to leave, I'm like, take this. It's like a hundred percent green chartreuse, so they fall asleep. <laughs> Thank you. Um Negronis are really fun. I love making gin, like a Ramos gin fizz is my also my favorite because I get to flex on people and mm -hmm. I feel like my biceps have started to grow by doing it. So it's really fun to like see it work pay off and pay off. So it's good. Okay. Tell us about your perfect old fashioned then. So I know everyone has a thing about like no muddling fruit, mm -hmm. but um, it depends on the cherry. So I like take a good cherry and you like put it in there. Like a Luxardo, Luxardo or a Amarino. Amarino, those are my favorite. Okay. So I'll do one th one of those and like layer it on with the bitters. Not, not too much, but like not the standard amount. A little more. Okay. Um, Reagan six orange bitters, um, just a dash of simple syrup. And when you muddle that cherry, it gives like a little bit of a tartness. So you don't need as much simple syrup. So no orange. Just cherry. Just, but orange bitters. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I do orange bitters. Gotcha. But then I'll like do a wash in the glass of an orange rind. Okay. And then when I put the sphere in, I'll like wash the sphere around with okay, the orange. Okay, tell us what you mean about wash. I, like I just like... Rub the... Like, like, <laughs> fingers like glass with an orange. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, this is what I do. Like, okay. <laughs> really get it in there. Rub you know? the orange around yes, the glass. all around, inside, around the light. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then um, when you put the ice cube in, then I could, like let it chill there for a minute. And then I'll put the bourbon in. And then um, we, like I'll stir it up with some just ice. Swish it around. Swish it around, you know. Got to make it all good. Mm. And then I, you know, just pour it over. I don't know like if it's like... Cause I never measure anything. I don't know if it's cause I like feel it out and it, I, maybe they're different every time. I really don't know. But every time, like I've had people come back, like people that live in Columbus that are like, is Jordan working? And if they, if I'm not working, then they don't get the old fashioned. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's that good. Well, I can't, well, I can't wait, wait to try this. I, know. I think it's time to take a break. Is that what you're well, going to make Well, I'm us? making a twist on that, but it's called mommy's summer secret. Mommy's Summer Secret. Yeah. I love that. Is that something that's on the menu? No, I just made it up. Was you that just inspired made it by Fun. your mother? Well, it was inspired by... Well, the name of Mommy's Summer Secret is um, when you push your kids out of the house this summer with like 75 cents. It might be like a $1.50 now with inflation. I don't know. <laughs> to go to the ice cream truck and you shove them like 14 blocks down the road and you get that five minutes of solitude. <laughs> that gives you enough time to make Mommy's Summer Secret. I like it. Which All is right. basically right. a bourbon root beer float. Oh. <laughs> bourbon okay. root beer float. That yes. sounds interesting. And for a limited time, we're going to throw in a get out of jail free card. Where if you want to give your kid a taste to help them fall asleep, we won't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this, I think, is a good time to take a break and make a cocktail. 
Let's do it. All right. And we are back with Mommy's Summer Secret, Jordan Garber's uh, very summery, fancy riff on an old fashioned. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, I need to see everyone's reaction because it's really good. Not to toot my own horn. <laughs> oh, that is good. <laughs> so we've got, what have we got in here? Um, so for, I kind of like halved the um, recipe a little bit. But there is, because I wasn't sure how melted the ice cream was, so I was like, we're going to have this in case ice cream super melted. <laughs> but um, so typically it would be like, I like three ounces, but we can do two. Two ounces of bourbon, um, about an ounce or like 0.75 of Luxardo. I just used that because I saw it and I thought that'd be good. Um, liqueur. And then I do um, like three to four dashes of cherry bitters. Um, and I would typically do about three to four dashes of vanilla bitters, <clears throat> but I substituted that with vanilla extract, which basically does the same thing. Cause all I really wanted was that vanilla note when you taste it with the bourbon mm -hmm. from, mm -hmm. not from the ice cream. Mm -hmm. Then, um, I muddled a cherry, um, which that's my secret. Uh, typically I like to use the fancier cherries, but I had my bada bing cherries, which are like, you know, they're not bad, but they're not the best. Right. right. Um, then I just uh, mix that all up um, in a fennel with a little spoon and strain it into a glass with one scoop. Of, I mean, as much ice cream as you want, go for it. That's not part of the ingredient. Go to mm -hmm. town with the ice cream. Mm -hmm. I just did a scoop and then top it off with a cherry. And, well, and then it's kind of after it's all mixed together, it has the consistency of a, like a gin fizz, like a Ramos gin fizz. Well, I have to say, so some of my favorite things on the planet are whiskey, ice cream, and cherry. <laughs> so to it's me- It's hard to go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't go wrong with this and combo. And I just whipped this up like kind of in my head because I was like, I really like old fashions, but I didn't want to use like bitters like Ango because I was like, that's that makes it too- You might as well top me off in there too, buddy. <laughs> you can't see this, but we're adding a little <laughs> bit more. A little more of the ancient, ancient age. One of yes. our favorite low shelf. I like that and Old Crow. Call me crazy. Oh, yeah, you are crazy. You know, <laughs> whenever I hear that they have Old Crow as their well, I'm like, you know what? I don't hate it. I, I don't want like um, McCormick's, but no. <laughs> I'll take Old Crow. And you know what would go perfect with this? It just so happens to be on the table. Some Girl Scout cookies. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Kind perfect of the perfect dessert. Yeah. So now that you're in a craft cocktail bar, yeah. Do you do you do this a lot? Oh my gosh, I have different recipes all the time. I've played around because I went to Little Palace the other night with a couple friends, and I got their like mezcal old fashioned mm -hmm. with like the Aztec chocolate bitters, and I was like, okay, it was really, 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 really good. But like I said, I'm a bourbon girl, mm -hmm. so I went. When I went to work, we have everything under the sun. It might not be out at the bar, but behind the bar, like mm -hmm. in the back, there are like crates and barrels of bitters and everything. So I went to work and 
I found lavender bitters, saffron bitters, vanilla bitters, toasted walnut bitters, black walnut bitters, almond bitters, chocolate bitters, like any bitter you could think of, like mm-hmm. habanero bitters, tiki bitters, like everything. I was like, um, okay, now I see why this place rules because you can make actually any cocktail you want. So I was playing around and one night I had a guy, he stays at the hotel fairly often, he's really cool. Took a minute, I think, for me to warm up to him. But like after, I think I might have cracked like a wise crack joke or something. And I think that that made him like respect me. And now he loves me. So he asked for like, he's like, I've been drinking all day and I haven't slept for 36 hours. Oh, I need an after dinner drink that tastes like dessert. And I was like, immediately I was like, chocolate bitters. So I kind of made kind of what I just did here, except no ice cream. But I did like cherry bitters, chocolate bitters, um, and like vanilla with bourbon. I muddled like hella cherries in there because I was like, mate wants it to be sweet. And then I did like a drizzle of like chocolate chocolate syrup, which I was like, eh, this could really go really, really, really wrong. Mm-hmm. But I made it for him. I mean, I tasted it and I was like, I mean, I think it tastes great. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if maybe he would like it. So when I made it, I gave it to him. He didn't say anything. And I kept walking past him. He didn't say anything. And I was like, great. Like, and I was watching him and I'm like, he's not really even drinking it. I'm like, I'm really fucked up. Like, shit, I have to comp this. (laughs) Um, And then he leaves and he leaves and he like stepped aside and he was like, Jordan, I didn't want to leave. That was so good. I was like, oh my God, I I really thought you hated it. I was getting ready to like tell you that I got your bill covered because it was that shitty. Is that so thrilling when you get that kind of information? I feel like it's like having a God complex. I'm like, (laughs) I'm invincible because I can get you drunk and you like it. I mean, you know, I'm like, who really likes it? That's actually... Really, I mean, everyone likes getting drunk, but sometimes you don't like the way it tastes when you're getting drunk. (laughs) That's right. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, like... How many times do you see people take shots and they need a chaser afterwards? Mm-hmm. They don't right. really like the process of getting drunk. They just want to be drunk. But That's I true. helped him get drunk and he liked it. That's I didn't awesome. Have to, I didn't even have to do anything. That's, That's amazing. amazing. The easiest. <laughs> you're you're just you. Yes. And you know how to put flavors together. So. I know. It's fun being able to like be creative too because my boss, Kyle, he really encourages us to do that when we're slow. He's like, play around, go for it. We have all these cocktail books by the bar. We're all totally allowed to play around. I mean, what's the worst that happens? We make it, and then if nobody wants to drink it, we just like comp it. It's not the end of the world. Like, so you know. then, when you do, you like run the cocktails by Kyle and say, "Hey, what do you?" Um, and I don't have to. Okay. I can just. I think I don't have. I think I can just make them, and then he's chill. <laughs> I mean, I, I've done it before, and he was never mad. So, but I, he he does like to know like what we're doing, especially if it's a good one, because then he will help us get it like on the menu. It would never be like, why did you make that? That was bad. It's always like, hell yeah, you made that. Should we, like, one of the bartenders, B, made a twist on a Ramos Gin Fizz, but with ginger beer and, like, peach. I remember that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and we sold, it was called B's Gin Fizz. And, like, he encouraged her to do that, and then we sold it. And Mm -hmm. all of our um, house-made syrups for our, like, we have a Scioto Mule, which is, like, basically our twist on a Moscow Mule, but... We'll add a, a syrup in it that each bartender like rotates in making from like leftover fruit we have in the produce fridge. So that's like so cool that we can do that because most bars are very by the book and they're like, no, that's just not protocol. Mm-hmm. But at Soul Bar, it's like, hell yes, that's we're going to awesome. do that. I love that. Experiment. Yeah. So uh, did you see the issue of 42 Plus magazine that featured the Heb B in it? Yeah. Doing her cocktail tour. She's so cute. I love she's her. She's adorable. She's so fun. Great photo. Of her. Oh my God, I know. She's so cool. Wish and I like she has such a myself. positive personality. Like whenever I'm around her, it's like she's a human Xanax, honestly. She's just 
There's nothing can go wrong when bees around. That's awesome. All right, tell us more stories. Um, okay, so oh my god, I had this couple sitting at the bar, and it was like probably like I yeah, the closing shift starts at five. So and it was the sun wasn't down yet, so and the candles weren't out yet. So that means it had to have been before six. Plus, it was still happy hour, so it was definitely before six. I'm saying let's call it a, a healthy five thirty, and. I look over and I see a motion that is all too familiar and all too foreign for me to be seeing out in public at five in the afternoon <laughs> on a Wednesday. That would be a hand going up and down by the pants of a man behind the bar. <laughs> oh my God. I look no. over. Yes. I look. No. Yes. I swear. Oh my God. I look over and mind you, it, like normally when I see something I shouldn't see in the corner of my eye, I very happily glance over as mm-hmm. fast as possible. I knew what I might see if I glanced over, so I was very cautious about it. I was like, <laughs> be careful. You, nobody wants a lawsuit. Uh, um, so I'm trying to look over and thankfully it was still in the pants, but the motion and the notion was all the same. <laughs> and I look at them and I actually say to them, can you not? It's happy hour for God's sake. Like, wait till at least after happy hour when you're paying full price. This is tacky and you're embarrassing yourself. So I look at them and they could tell that that was just like, like I think they felt really dumb. So they then did. they moved. They moved over to a couch. Oh, good. <laughs> That's keep when you keeping just, it classy. God, right? Keeping it classy. I was like, seriously, please. The sun isn't down. I haven't even lit the candles. The ambience is just for your own sake. This isn't the right time. Wait till a little later. Then I might give you a blanket or something. But that was pretty gnarly. <laughs> Mind you, the other time, uh, there was someone who was sitting in the chair. I think he was just a guest. Like, he wasn't staying at the hotel. I think he was just a wanderer. We get a lot of wanderers mm-hmm. because we're open 24-7, 365. Yeah. This year, 366. And uh, we're, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Thank so you. Thank every, you for the To say uh, no, it was leap year. Thank you. I got an extra Plug. day to save up my rent money. <laughs> I'll never, I'll be thankful forever. Uh, so this guy is sitting at one of the chairs that are facing the windows onto high street. And I wasn't there for this, but I heard the story and it was great. So this guy's <laughs> jerking it and I'm like, what? Why do people do that in hotels? I had my own experience in Cincinnati where I experienced someone doing the same thing when my mom and I were there. I'm like, why do people do this in hotels so freely? Like they have cameras weird go home or get a room and it's weird to not do it outside of your own home (laughs) yeah like what are you doing like what so this guy is sitting there and no one knew at the hotel that it was happening yet because like if you're in the hotel we're not going to bother you if you're sitting in one of the chairs like you're more than welcome to sit there and mind your own business but I guess one of the one of the oh, female was walking on the street and like threw her drink at the window. Oh my god! And uh, that got our attention. So front desk goes over and that's when they see it happening. <gasps> so they kick the guy out and he proceeds to finish in front of the window. Oh my I, like, god! People are disgusting. So that's what I mean about crazy people coming in. This place is the classiest, most beautiful hotel. I've ever been in and I'm obsessed with it and everybody loves it. But that doesn't mean that because we're open all the time at three in the morning on a Tuesday, you're going to get some weirdos. If yeah. you're the only place open. That's a I, scary. like, yeah, but we have security and they're awesome. Like they're hidden behind this little, I don't even know, whatever. They're hidden behind this little <laughs> secret door right in front of the elevators. So like when they need to come out, I've seen it happen where I've had to call security because the other night I smelled this familiar smell. I'm like, is it me? What is that smell? It smelled like pot and or cigarette. Couldn't tell, but it was someone was smoking something. And I am like, someone is in the bathroom smoking cigarettes. I'm like, someone is in the bathroom smoking cigarette. Like, I was like, who does that? 
So I tell security, two seconds, he was right there knocking on the door and he was like, ma'am, he goes, you have two minutes before I open the door. Cause I mean, it's a bathroom, you can't barge in. Right. And so the woman, he goes, are you smoking in there? And she goes, no. <laughs> and he goes, ma'am, you have two minutes before I'm coming in. And meanwhile, fr front desk has already gotten his little makeshift key to be able to open that open that door. And I'm like, you can open it? And he goes, yeah. And he's like showing me how to do it. <laughs> meanwhile, this woman is like ashing out her Newport 100 in the toilet oh, trying Lord. to flush it, but it didn't flush all the way. So we open the door and she leaves and I, I go in the bathroom and I'm like, there is no denying this woman just smoked in here. And uh, we look in the toilet and there's like four ashed cigarettes. So I had to stay like an hour when I was supposed to leave. It was already like two. So I didn't get home till three, whatever. I was still on the clock. Who cares? And um, I was like airing out this bathroom, like aerating it, propping open doors, like getting cleaning supplies from the third floor. It was so, so rude. I know. And but like when I like we have a little like logs that we write every time we leave, like it's a little Google Doc. So I wrote like in my little Google Doc, I was like, slow night, except for the woman that decided to use us as her own personal patio or home basement. And like no one, I mean, like no, no one would get in trouble for that. But it's just like people can be like really, but it's because we're so nice there. Like if you want to use the bathroom, like, okay, just don't be a dick. Yeah. And people can be dicks, but that's why we have security. Because in two seconds, Alonzo was on her like white on rice. She had no chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Well, it's good to know that you're safe when you're there at three o'clock oh, yeah. or whatever. And it's for like people staying there too. Everybody is like so safe. So how late is the bar open? I mean, it's just like any bar, so two thirty, but we have the power like Kyle wouldn't want us, no one would want us to stay there until 2.30 in the morning on a mm -hmm. Sunday if there's not been a customer since eleven. Right. So on Google it says we close at eleven. But we can be open till 2.30. Oh, okay. But I typically will stay open until 12.30, like firm in my mind. I'll be mm -hmm. like, I'm staying open till 12.30 on Sundays. But if people are there, I'll stay open till like as late as you want. Like I don't even care. So yeah, okay. yeah, let's pop bottles. But, um, uh, but when it's, sometimes if it's like really slow and it's like a night where it shouldn't be, like if I work on a Tuesday and typically that's a pretty big night, but mm -hmm. if there's nobody there and it's 1130 and I can like ask the front desk, how many check-ins do we have? And they'll be like, we only have two more. I'll be like those two people. I'm not going to bank on them being my money so mm -hmm. I can close. Right. But I like to stay open. We all want to stay open because we all want to make money. Sure. But we have the freedom to close if we know we're wasting everyone's time. Yeah. So I love the, uh, what do you call it? Bubbles on high? Is that what oh, it is? Uh, sparkling on sparkling high. Sparkling on yeah. high. Yeah. I love that. It's a great way to taste high-end champagnes without spending very much I money. I know. We'll have like champagnes that um, are well, like well, a glass is $68. I sold mm -hmm. one the other night. It was $68 a glass, but it was for one of the vendors. Secretly, I didn't know that until she left and she left her Laurent Perrier card there. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, and, uh, but you can try that, mm -hmm. and you it's twenty five dollars. Yeah, twenty five dollars for four. What well, they're not full. Um, it's like an ounce and a half. But if we like you, it's two ounces. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> but you can try Dom Perignon. Oh my god, yeah, vintage. A lot of people have never had. And yeah. what's cool is after that's over, if it's in the refrigerator, I mean, it goes bad after like two days. If it's sure. that nice, uh, we're like taste it. I mean, go for it. Like it's cool because after we had our little like craft or our. Um, we did the 
cocktail competition mm-hmm. and Birch and B were doing it. There was all these leftover Knob Creek bottles full of their drink mm-hmm. and like Kyle's giving them to all of us. So I got to take nice. one home. It didn't last very long, but I got to take it home. <laughs> that was so, a good cocktail. It was, it was a really ama- good it was cocktail. His, he infused the walnuts himself with Benet. Oh my gosh, it was really good. It's amazing. Um, I was reading something the other day. I can't remember what it was who it was but somebody had a bottle of champagne that was open for like a day and a half two yeah. days and wasn't drink gonna it, it was on the verge of not being drinkable yeah so she made a simple syrup out of it yeah. i say she i feel like it was a female bartender made a simple syrup out of the champagne yeah, which i know was an amazing it was your idea. Uh, louisville friend oh yeah yeah the cocktail contessa yeah that's right i thought that was pretty brilliant we talked about the sparkling on high you also do on fridays you do a whiskey tasting yes that's whiskey pretty amazing as well it's pretty jamming, especially if you like that brown water. It's my favorite. So mm-hmm. if you want to sit down and taste a bunch of fancy bourbons, whiskeys, scotch. I mean, well, not scotch, but well, maybe. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. Um, uh, you can taste all of it, and it's amazing because you can sit there, and it's $25. You're basically getting like two ounces, but maybe like three ounces, but you're getting – the nicest stuff. It's stuff that you couldn't even get for a, a, an ounce pour for $25. Well, if you're doing four, two ounces is plenty. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, and it's great because then like once you're like, oh, my bad, then you just get a soul burger and you're fine. Exactly. Ooh, like, and Sundays, in. burgers and fries. I'm that in because I'm the Sunday night bartender. <laughs> so Sunday nights, it's a $10. You get burger, the soul burger, which is amazing. It's, typically, it's like $18. Fries and a... Uh, like a massive draft beer for ten dollars. Ten dollars. That's amazing. It's like a twenty-four ounce beer. From what time span on Sunday? All day. All day. Oh. I mean, you could get it at eight in the morning if you wanted to. Wow, that's yeah. good to know. I mean, but actually, it's, it ends at eleven when the kitchen closes. But it's all day essentially. Nice. Yeah. I love that. So I'm thinking like pre-gaming for Sunday fun day some weekend. Absolutely, yeah. and that's like for lunch. that's like my favorite hangover uh, food is a burger, burgers, a fries, yeah. and a beer. Yeah, and it's a good burger, and it's, it's a good fries, yeah. and it's a good beer because you got to share the kitchen with the Guild House. Yeah, right? so we get the we basically have all the benefits of being a Cameron Mitchell restaurant without having to be a Cameron Mitchell restaurant. I get the chefs, <laughs> I get the food, the produce, the meat, the poultry, everything. I get all of the bomb stuff, but I don't have to like go to a Cameron Mitchell meeting or something, or I don't have to carry that little red book and say, yes is the answer. What's the question? I get to tell someone, no, if we don't have it, I'm sorry. We don't fucking have it. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Any other stories you want to share with us? Oh man, man, put me on the spot. I'm trying to think. If not, that's okay. Okay, I mean, just, just invite me back next time. Absolutely. Because then I'm going to have way back. more. And I'll have more time to create a banging cocktail. Not there that this go. one wasn't bomb, but it was, I'm going to really knock really your big. socks off next time with something that's not bourbon. It's amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, Jordan Garber, thank you so much for thank being for our guest me. tonight. We really appreciate it. So your cocktail fun. was delicious. And listeners, please get to the Soul Bar any day, but particularly on Sundays to yeah, see Sunday Jordan. Nights, you know, you see me. Yes, I go in at five. When awesome. else are you there? Um, oh, Tuesday nights, Monday nights, and Thursday and Friday mornings. But okay. I mean, my schedule usually changes, but Sundays are always mine. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. All right. Well, thanks awesome. again for coming. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Listeners, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Seabus Craft Cocktail Tour. Visit our website at ColumbusCraftCocktailTour.com for cocktail tour dates women and whiskey tastings, special events, merchandise, 
And if you're looking for a gift for that special person in your life, get them a gift card to our cocktail tour. Thank you to our producer, Greg Hansberry, and to the biographer for our original music. And please remember to drink responsibly and be cocktail curious. Cheers. Cheers.